Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. It's about finding what works and I mean, you listen to enough of your podcast to say one thing doesn't work for everyone, just like anything. So I mean, medication might not work for my mental health, but a combination of exercise and mindfulness, meditation, do you know what I mean? It's, it's what find works for you. You just put it in your toolbox and, and keep using it. Welcome back to another episode of the Menopause Coach Podcast, where I am joined by a very special guest today. This is a different spin on any of the episodes that you'll have heard me deliver or talk about and any other guest that we have had. And I think you're going to agree with me after you hear today's conversation that this is definitely a conversation that is long overdue and must continue to happen. So I am absolutely super excited to welcome Alex, Alex McClintock to the Menopause Coach podcast today. Alex joins me from a beautiful charity in the UK, very strongly supportive of men and mental health called Andy's Man Club. Alex, welcome to the Menopause Coach Podcast. Hi Adele, thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're super, super welcome. I would love for you to just give us an overview of who you are and what you do at Andy's Man Club and we'll start there. Yeah, so I'm Alex, um, I'm 49 year old, father of two, married for the second time to my amazing wife Amanda and I'm a project development champion for Andy's Man Club which is a peer support for men but we're also a suicide prevention charity which started in 2016 after a young man Andy Roberts unfortunately took his own life and as you can imagine the devastation that I left behind his, his family, his brother-in-law Luke and his mum Elaine decided they wanted to provide a safe space for guys to come together and, and talk about stuff that they were going through so they didn't lead them to making a, a permanent decision about a temporary problem. And Andy's Man Club was, was born out of that and it's kind of grown from there and we now have over 140 groups across the UK with almost 3,500 men walking through the door every week just promoting that, that conversation around men's mental health in particular. My own journey, I've, I've struggled myself with mental health issues for, for many years. Uh, I failed suicide attempt as well. Quite recently, I, I, along with my wife Amanda, we're, we're going through perimenopause, uh, something we didn't know we were going through and until I started listening to some podcasts and then came across your podcast and um, I remember listening to the episode of you and Sean talking about the, how it affected the, the two of yous. I was actually on my way to an Andy's Man Club meeting in uh, Bradford one rainy Monday night. I suppose just hearing what Sean had gone through as well, um, the, the, the effects that, that your menopause was having on him um, and I totally, totally got it. Broke down in tears and then started talking about it. It was the first time I talked about it in the meeting. And I just seen so many men just going, yeah, I get that. I've been there and kind of came home and, and broached the subject to Amanda says, you need to read this or listen to this. Um, and then she went to her doctors and, and eventually got a diagnosis. So the journey continues. Yeah, that's so powerful to hear your own story and how actually menopause does impact a lot of men along the journey. And necessarily, we just don't talk about it, right? We, we just don't. So I love something you said in there, something that really resonated there was you talked about your partner, Amanda, being a bit unsure as to what was happening, what was going on, and for you to then come to her and now use the terminology that we're going through perimenopause is a really powerful way of saying that actually this is something that we all experience to some degree and men are included in that. And this is a really strong topic that will divide a lot of opinion. And I know there will be people that listen to this and think, well, 
no, menopause is women only. But I would love to open up this conversation because you and I have been acquainted now for really the last year. And we've had many a conversation on how you show up to, you know, over 140 different locations around the UK that are serving men, this charity that serves this male mental health and suicide prevention. And that menopause comes up time and time again in the conversation where a lot of the men that you guys work with don't even know how to approach the conversation. So they're aware that it's potentially menopause, but they don't know how to raise that conversation with their partner. And that makes me feel sad that we just don't have the open dialogue. So potentially what would be good to get into today then is looking at what we can do to make men more aware and how we can involve people in the conversation rather than think of this as a gender type of challenge or navigating time of life, but how we can actually make this more about ways on how we bring everybody together in the conversation. So are you happy to have this chat with me today? Yeah, 100%. I think it's, it's one that's, that needs to happen. It's, it's again, it's, it's like everything we do on a daily basis, we're out to challenge stigmas regardless of what it is, whether it's uh, men's mental health, women's mental health. Um, or, or menopause. So let's go. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'm so glad you said yes. <laughs> so when we think about menopause and we think about the impacts that it has on the relationships that we can have, you have be- very beautifully and you know courageously shared that you yourself have had mental health challenges in the past, a failed suicide attempt, which is very brave to come forward and share. And also that you broke down into tears on your way to Bradford, listening to the episode that Sean and I had very courageously shared. Because again, having Sean go through very deep mental health challenges, and I suppose myself at that time, not realizing that I was deep inside my own mental health challenges because of early perimenopause, it sometimes is a very difficult conversation to have with your partner. So I would love to involve you in this from a a perspective of you and Amanda having this conversation together. Talk me through a little bit about how you approached that topic with her, because this this is a question I've been asked many times over is, Adele, I know that my partner is in menopause. She doesn't, and I don't know how to raise it with her. So share with us a little bit about how you approached that and how that turned out for the both of you uh, well it's turned out no bad by the because we're still together and she's she's getting help and, and and she's getting treatment and that so and we're still talking about it and i'm still i'm still learning do you know what i mean we're, we're both still learning and i think i'm educating her as well because we're listening to loads of podcasts and stuff so to actually broach the subject that was it was basically look you need to listen to this um there'd been quite a few threads and, and i mentioned this to you before when we met in person it's like when I listen to podcasts or I hear people speak, I take things from it. Or if I read a book, I take things from it. And I always try and link into something else and, and part of my own journey as well. And, and just something kept bringing me back to menopause, menopause, menopause. I heard previous podcasts with, with Gabby Logan and Davina McCall. And then I, I listened to the, the one because I wanted to see how it was affecting men. I wanted to know if there was people talking about it from a male's perspective. And obviously came across the episode that I listened to for yourselves. And then after listening, I just dropped you a message. We'd connected previously, but I hadn't gone anywhere. It was Andy's Man Club in it, and we just we started that conversation again. And it was it's one of those ones. It was just it was almost like you, you drop in the hand grenade and, and shut the door and just run. So the fact that I was in Bradford, it was a wee bit safer. And I just said, look, babe, I just come out of the group, blah, blah, blah. This is what happened. This is why I, why I got what off 
off my chest what I needed to get off my chest. And she's like, why? So I told her about the podcast and I just, I said, just listen to what the two of them are going through. It just makes sense to me what's been going on the last 18 months. And we'd had her ups and downs and Amanda had become forgetful. She'd snap and she kept falling over. She fell off her bike, broke her elbow and all these things that you just put down. It's just a man that's clumsy. And, and then the more that I listened to, to some of the podcasts, I'm thinking, because up to that point, I thought it was me. I thought, look, I've screwed up two other serious relationships. And again, similar threads. It's like, you're not getting on with each other. You're disagreeing, blah, 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 crabby, all these things. And you just put it down to you. And then when you actually start thinking about it, well, maybe it is. There's a, a common thread here, eh? and it's, it's something we need to talk about. So as it says, please listen to this before I come up the road. And then she agreed to, to try and get some help. And obviously you go through the process of going to your doctor, and then it depends what doctor you get. And she was just getting told it's your asthma, it's you're, you're overweight, you're this, you're that, you're depressed, you're anxious, all these things that, that you hear now that people going through menopause get that, that diagnosis. And it, I think there's more more women get diagnosed with depression and anxiety than they do with menopause, even though the, the, the symptoms are very similar. And and it wasn't until she was actually away with her pals, we've got a camper van, she was away one weekend with her pals. This was not long after I'd uh, listened to your podcast, so the, the conversation was really new. She messaged me, she, she didn't sleep well at all. She, she didn't enjoy it. She was away herself. She's bits of the van, setting up the van and taking it down was the bits that I used to do and all these things. And she just didn't want to be there with her pals, she didn't want to be away. Daughter, youngest daughter was away with her pals, so I thought, you'd answer, I've got an empty, I'm going to have a night to myself, I'm going to sit and watch what I want, play my PlayStation, just chill out. And she phoned me, I'm coming home. I was like, but there's a, the, the phone mattresses there, just put that down, you'll be fine. And she just snapped. And it was almost like, you don't want me to come home. But she said when she, she spoke to me like that, on the phone but I didn't know this but her pal was sitting next to her in the van and basically her pal went I was banging out order by the way he's just trying to help you he doesn't, didn't say don't come home he's just trying to make you more comfortable and she's like yeah well and then that's when he, he she says I think he thinks I've got the menopause but I know better blah, blah, blah. so then that promoted a conversation with her pal and then about five or six on that night all talked about it as well and they're going yeah yeah it's this it's that it's so she went back to the doctor and basically demanded to speak to a doctor that knew about menopause. And I think that's certainly listening to your podcast and listen to other podcasts. That's the hardest thing to do is, is find someone that has that knowledge. And that goes with anything. So, I mean, if you go and speak to your doctor about mental health and he's never been through mental health issues himself or herself, they're not going to understand what you're going through. And I think it's that, that's what Andy's Mag Club is all about. It's about that lived living experience that... I've gone through something. So the chances are I can relate to the guy that's going through something in the same room. So if I'm sitting there sharing stuff about menopause and, and what my wife's going through, chances are he's he's experienced the same things and that's where that peer support, that lived experience, that brotherhood that we, we talk about looking after each other comes from. Eh? So I think that's why it's important, um, not just for men, but for women as well, to have that, that shared experience and, and support each other through it. Yeah, that's so powerful, right? And it's very brave of you to have raised the conversation and to actually share with Amanda that you had listened to the podcast and actually... I know, eh? especially the way she was behaving. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and it's hard. It's really, it is really hard because as a woman on the other side of that who can relate so much to what you're saying, but massively relate to how Amanda's responded and how that was me. I was the woman throwing the frying pan across the kitchen, you know, from one end to the other because my omelette didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And I'm thinking, that's not sane. You know, that's not of a sane person to do that. And 
getting annoyed by the fact that Sean would leave his shoes in the hallway and taking one look at them and thinking, I just have so much hatred for you inside my body right now. Again, you know, we, we joke and we giggle about it all, but actually there's that piece of when someone is responding very irrational that way, it's not done through intention. So I didn't intend to respond that way. I'm sure Amanda didn't intend to snap and respond to you that way. But it must be very difficult then as the partner in that relationship to, and you alluded to it, you know, throw in the grenade and run away type thing. We've got a lot of men that message us and say, I've bought Davina McCall's book and I literally just chucked it in the living room and closed the door because I didn't want to be shouted at. Why has it come to that though, right? Why can we not, when we get married, when we have a partnership, when we're in love with someone, you know, there's the whole piece of for better, for worse, for sickness and in health, that type of thing, where we say, look, I'm going to stand by you and I'm going to be here to support you. So where have we gone wrong as a human race that we can't have a conversation about something that actually happens to every single woman? That just baffles my brain. I think for me, it's because it works twofold, isn't it? So like if I'm struggling, I'm a crabby bugger and I might snap, but she she knows that it's, it's not, I'm not doing it. It's not me. It's just the way my head is. Yeah. Well, you've not got menopause as an excuse. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just an asshole sometimes. Do you know what I mean? But, um, it's, it's one of these it's one of these things that we're, we're coming out of COVID. So we had that, we were all shut in the house and we were all going through what we were going through. And I got COVID quite bad and, and it was kind of an after effect of that. And she was patient with me. Do you know what I mean? She looked after me. And it's one of these things, you had, like you say, you're in a partnership. Do you know what I mean? For, for sickness and health. And you've got to look after each other. And I think that's why it's important. But And, and I think that's something that, that I've learned over the years that I need to do. Do you know what I mean? I need to be more open and, and aware of what people are going through as well because I've been through what I've gone through um, and I, I would like to think I'm a more caring person now and, and, and would, would rather help someone through what they're going through than just go out and more interested. If we don't know about something, we, we're scared to talk about it regardless of what it is. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where education, stigma, and these conversations are absolutely amazing because we're talking about something that we shouldn't be talking about. I mean, it's like I've, I've, I've since, since telling people about your podcast and I tell loads of people about it. Every time in the office, I have a conversation with office angels because two of them are going through it as well. And it's like, I can talk to you about it because you understand. I'm going, yeah, but I'm sure they understand as well. They just don't want to put their hand up. Do you know what I mean? So I suppose it's it's like, and no matter what you're going through, if you're, you're happy to talk about it other people are will open up and talk to you back yeah definitely I and mean, i think it does take as well we can't you know skirt over the fact that you've done work right you are inside this mental health space which already gives you that emotional intelligence rung on the ladder of being open to have the conversations i think maybe where i would like to take this conversation is you will and obviously we're not going to name any names in this it stays very anonymous, but you will be present inside a space with men who on the outside are perceived to be hard men, right? These are the men that we look at that we just look at and think, wow, like you're, you've never cried a tear in your life and emotionally you're probably so detached. When you're inside the space with your men and the topic of menopause comes up, do you ever notice that there is an openness to have the conversation or do you find that there's a lot of resistance from men that become quite uncomfortable 
and having the conversation. I, th- I think there is a, a genuine openness there. And it's one of these things, it's like within, within the, the confines of a meeting, we, we don't sit there and offer advice and, and tell people what to do with their problems. We sit and listen. And then we we'll stop at half time for a coffee or at the end for, for finishing off. That's when guys will come up and start talking to each other. Um, and the amount of guys that when I'm sharing what I'm sharing, that you can just see them nodding and acknowledging what well, I know exactly how he feels. And they'll come up and speak to you later on. Um, and just so thanks for bringing that up because... Uh, I genuinely thought I was alone. I didn't think anyone else would understand. So when you when you hear stuff like that, and that's regardless of what you're going through, uh, whether it's addiction or mental health or, or menopause, when you, when someone comes up and goes, thank you, because because of you talking about your stuff, it's validated how I'm feeling. And I think that's the beauty of peer support. Keep going on. It's, it's, it's been an absolute massive part of my recovery and, and continues to be part of my recovery from, from a number of things. Uh, included dealing with, with Amanda going through the menopause, Amanda and me going through the menopause. Normalising the conversation is something I say about, talk about men's mental health in particular and suicide prevention. We have to normalise the conversation around these difficult subjects. Um, and I think menopause, LGBTQ, mental health, that they're, they're all important things that we need to normalise because they are becoming more and more common. Not not more and more common, but they're, they're we're more aware of them. Yeah, more in conversation, which is beautiful. Everyone's twenty four seven now, and it? it's this in your face. It's the news. It's just watched that a thing on Netflix about YouTubers, and so it's constantly in your face. And I think we're just more aware of, of everything that's going on, and it's good that we can have these conversations because it's only we've got to change things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it is it's an exciting time. It's really exciting to be part of the shift. This is the generation that shifts the conversation and, like you say, normalises and being able to show up and to have the conversation as a partnership, whether it's same-sex couples, whether it's, you know, myself and Sean as a male and a female and being able to actually say, I'm, you know, and this is, I openly talk about this and you and I have had many a conversation on how my menopause significantly affected my own physical health, my mental health, and that had an impact directly on my marriage. So much to the point where I used to think, well, I'll be absolutely fine as a single mum on my own. It will be less stressful. I'll not have you know, him annoying me. And there was no sex life, absolutely none. And I think what's really important is Sean's love language is physical touch. And that doesn't just mean sexual contact. It means he needs to be touched to feel safe and loved you know, that's just his love language. That's not mine. Mine's as acts of service. So if he runs me a bubble bath or makes me a cup of tea, that to me is my way of knowing that he loves me. And it's in knowing each other's partnership that way that I do a lot of work with my ladies to encourage that when they get to know their love language, we do the same with their partner because it can open up that flow of energy without even talking to each other just a foot on his leg and he is happy. He's touched. So maybe it brings us into the conversation then around what are the ways that we can bring men into the menopause conversation? And this would be interesting to look at it from my lens as a female and a menopause coach, because I have my own views, but also your views as a male supporting males inside the space, but also being directly impacted by menopause and hearing your views. So ways that we can bring men into the menopause conversation. Well, obviously, we're doing a bit of work together to, to try and open it up to, to some of our guys that come through the, the Doors Andy's Man Club and, and look at ways that we can, suppose, get out our guys to, to deal with some of the stuff that they're experiencing, whether it be as a facilitator or a guy walking through the door to get stuff off his chest. So we're doing a lot of work as, as organisations to, to, 
to create a toolkit. I think we're going to call it and we're going to do like, obviously we're doing this as part of it. We're, we're doing other things off the back of it and, and looking forward to some of the things we've got planned. So um, it's just getting it out there. Do you know what I mean? As, as a dad of two girls, I think it's important for me that you, you talked about your partnerships and, and all that's brilliant. Us having that conversation as Alex and Amanda and dealing with it as Alex and Amanda and as a partnership together shows our girls how it should be done. Do you know what I mean? So... I'm I'm not aware that my mum and dad dealt with it because you just weren't aware of that kind of stuff when you were growing up. So, and yeah, they probably did deal with it. And my mum's probably going to slap me for talking about it on the podcast. But do you know what I mean? It's like you, you always brilliant upbringing. My mum and dad are amazing parents. You always want to do better. Do you know what I mean? So you always want to have a more understanding relationship with your girls. So, I think for for me, my legacy, regardless of anything that, that I do from today onwards, if if I can get my girls to open up and talk and not just about mental health, about menopause, about periods, about all, all these different things. You know what I mean? You you want that open, safe space for, for them to converse with you, don't you? So um, I think if we can encourage people to do that across the board, and you don't have to come to Andy's Man Club to be able to talk about menopause. You don't have to listen to Adele's podcast to talk about menopause. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's something that's that's out there. Why not uh, get involved if you, if you want to and have that conversation out with it, whether it's mental health, do you know what I mean? Suicide prevention, menopause, it's, I think it's all worthwhile having. So the more we can do in this space, the better and, and get people talking. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think doing it for the next generations to come, plural, you know, it's that whole piece that I too have young girls, they're 13 and I'll be damned if they wake into this space and it's still as it is. You know, the, the topic of conversation being that at 12 years old, they already know what the menopause is. They already know the hormones that us as women drop and lose over that time. And they've witnessed their own mum be open about it. And, you know, I, I'll never forget the time that Clara, my young, well, I say my oldest out of the two, they're twins. But when Clara came to me and asked me one day, mummy, do you not like daddy anymore? Because I wasn't being my true self with him. Sean and I's relationship is very much you know, that whole, it's cliche to say, but the, the soulmate connection. And we have this beautiful friendship that I would never want to be without. He really is my soulmate in this planet. But it got to the point where we wouldn't have a laugh together anymore, where he would pull away from me for fear that I would shout at him. And it's really sad to think that that's the impact that a hormonal imbalance had on us, that as soon as I started to look after myself in menopause and know that's what it was, you know, having had years and years of professionals tell me I was too young and at 37 starting HRT, within the first 12 weeks of that, I was back to my normal self. And, you know, he had a few tearful moments with me to say, I actually thought that you hated me. I thought that we we were no longer a thing. I thought we were over. I thought I'd lost you, you know, and that's really, it's tough, isn't it? And it does, it impacts the kids, doesn't it? It's no matter what you're going through, whether it's COVID, mental health, menopause and it's, I think it's one of these ones that I, I kind of think I'm quite quite funny, but when Amanda doesn't see the funny side, it you you can tell, and you just go, all right, okay. And there was a lot of that, and there was a lot of me and my youngest Katie just sitting there killing herself laughing, and Amanda's not impressed, and I'm just like, all right, okay. You used to find that funny, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, what's changed? Because you do, because humour's a big part of me. That's how I deal with stuff, and and when it's not going well, I, I try to be funnier, and sometimes I can be too dry. Do you know what I mean? But quite a dry sense of humour. 
doesn't go down too well. And it's happened a couple of times this week already. Do you know what I mean? I've just gone like, hey, you need to change your patch, darling. Do you know what I mean? She's like, not for another call. Do you know what I mean? So we're, we're learning. Do you know I mean? We are learning. And, and we actually just had a conversation before we came on. And, and obviously she's she's premenstrual. So it's like, everyone's a wee bit touchy and she's a wee bit more on edge. And she, she started to learn that and start to adapt and, and it is it's, a, it's about finding what works and I mean you listen to enough of your podcast to say one thing doesn't work for everyone just like anything so I mean medication might not work for my mental health but a combination of exercise and mindfulness meditation do you know what I mean it's, it's what find, works for you you just put it in your toolbox and, and keep using it so it's the same with anything whether it's HRT or whatever, do you know what I mean? It's, we've got to find what works for each individual. Absolutely. And there's this proper piece of, I think, understanding and being able to talk. So for any of the listeners listening to this right now thinking, well, you know, this is all fine and well because Alex is clearly very emotionally in tune and attuned to what is happening inside his household. So he's done the work, right? You're very open to receiving the knowledge, the understanding, and the fact that you can even talk about premenstrual impacts for the one that you love and being there to talk about it without feeling embarrassed or, you know, it's it's like just talking about an arm or a finger when we talk about these things. It should be. But there will be men out there that have the shudders and you mentioned the word period or menstrual cycle or you mentioned the word menopause and you will physically see them want to retract. It's that introvert within them will be like, oh, no, 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 that's not for me to talk about. So we're still going to come up against this, right? We're still going to see that. Yeah, but that's that's where it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's still men out there that don't want to talk about their feelings full stop. You know, they don't want to tell their pals what they're, they're going through and struggling with mentally. So, and I've been there. Do you know what I mean? I, I remember when I split up from my first wife, um, having to go into to Aldi's and Lidl's and, and, and buy uh, sanitary products for my daughter. I mean, she was 13, 14 at the time. And it is, it's like, you just, no one cares. Do you know what I mean? The, the shop assistant doesn't care what you're putting in your basket. And you're, and you're sitting stressing out. I'm going, oh my God, that's on the, just like, just a quick, just scan it, put it in the bag, quick, quick, quick. But no one cares because we've all been there. We've, we've, we've all got women in our lives that are going through these things. So it's part of everyday life. It's, it's one of these things that you shouldn't care about what everyone else says. The only person that's opinion you need to worry about is your own, isn't it? So. Yeah, and it's such a natural part, though. I think this is why we can find ourselves getting a little bit frustrated, is probably the right word, at how backward and still probably inside a bit of that patriarchy mentality that we are around the fact that there'll be many men out there that think that this is nothing to do with them. That's That's a woman's thing. I shouldn't be dealing with that. But I think in this this conversation that we've had, and we will link the previous episodes um, within the Menopause Coach podcast that Alex has mentioned that he listened to in initially with Sean and I, it's evident that this is impactful for every human being. Yeah, this is not just that it impacted yourself, Alex, or that it impacted Sean. It also impacted our children and they witnessed it, they felt it. And further afield, right, there's going to be strangers that become impacted by a reaction and a response that I will have made in that subconscious state of being. You know, it's like you're kind of almost shut off inside. So being able to almost have the conversation in a safe space with your partner to be able to come home and say, I just don't feel well. And for the partner like you to be the one that actually noticed it before Amanda did 
is really strongly beautiful in that love space, right? And I think it's like anything, right? You say it impacts everyone. It impacts your kids because your kids are going, what's wrong with mom and dad? Do you know what I mean? Why are they not happy? Is it me? Do you know what I mean? You, you, you go out, you go to Starbucks or, or Costas or whatever, you fall out with the lassie because they're giving you your own coffee and you're like, and then and then you're shouting and swearing at someone at the traffic lights and it's that, it's just knock on, knock on, knock on. So, and that's something I always say to people is like, just if someone's behind you in the traffic and they're banging their horn and telling you to go out the road, don't stress, just let them pass or, or, do you know what I mean? Flash them and say hello, wave, because you don't know what they're going through. So, I mean, you don't know where they are in their life. And and just by you going, all right, mate, or there's a there's a card to Andy's man club, come and see us, or, or do you mean, are you all right, pal? Morning, how you doing? Just be nice. Do you know what I mean? It's, you, you don't know the impact I could have. So, um, anyone that you, you come across could be going through things that you'd never know about and, and it's trying to break down some of those barriers to, to get people to open up and talk and it might just be simply by wearing a t-shirt where it's okay to talk or in a pause badge or do you know what I mean it just might be something to just just get that shared interest going and this is your slogan right it's alright to talk it's okay to talk yeah simple as that it's okay to talk yeah it is right it really is and we get to have these conversations I speak to a lot of men inside my social media platforms and emails. They will reach out and say, I hope this is okay that I'm here and that I'm asking you this question. It's almost like there needs to be permission to talk. But actually, if we can do our job properly in the collaboration piece that we have together now between bringing menopause in and you know the, the projects that we have spinning up to train and educate all of your facilitators to actually have your facilitators a menopause awareness handbook so that you've got the knowledge to be able to support. It's that ripple effect and being able to have just that conversation of, is everything okay? I've noticed you're not, you're, you're not yourself. Yeah. And I think it's also knowing that menopause is not an age specific time of life and this can happen and impact women at different stages of their life. So we can't just knock this about and say, well, you know, oh, my wife can't be menopausal because she's not in her 50s or 60s. Yeah, that's a big one. I think that's, I think that's a big one because the amount of people you talk to about it, they're like, oh, but it's, it's like it's an old folk thing. That, do you know what I mean? Because that's just the way you were brought up. It's, it's old women that get that. And you're like, no, mate, listen. Says, there's, there's people in their late teens that are, are getting this. Do you know what I mean? So, it's, And it was funny because um, I was driving back up from the office last week. I was down in the office last week with, with one of my colleagues driving back up the road. I says, I'm just going to whack on my podcast. He's like, all right, okay, no doubt I'll be full of menopause stuff. I says, well, there's a couple of episodes in there that I've got to catch up before next week. So there was there was a few in there. like, um, And it, not just yours, there's other, there was a Gabby Logan one as well. And Fern Cotton was quite, because she does quite a lot as well. So, But by the time we'd finished them, he's going, go speak to my wife when I got up the road. <laughs> oh, like, amazing. I tell you what I mean. So it is, it works. It really does work. So Yeah, exactly. I think that there's a lot to be said in this, that actually the art of the conversation starts with listening. And I think this is the big thing I'm going to take away from this is there's no blueprint for this, right? We don't have a rule book that says you do step one and then you do step two and everything will be great. I think that this has to be part of everybody. We're not saying whether male or female or in between or whatever. What we're saying here is everyone has that role to play within being open to receiving the information. So if you can read something, if you can take in something like a podcast, like your friend has, 
and then be open to the communication and the conversation, that's probably where we start. And I think that's the beauty of Andy's man club, do you know what I mean? We're, we're sitting in there and you could be sitting in a room with, with 40 odd guys and 39 of them are actively listening while the other man's speaking. Um, and I think that's the beauty of peer support. It's not, we're not all sitting there just going, there's, there's structure and routine and um, so when one man's li- talking, we're all listening, and I think that's the most important skill that you can get, and not just in, in the, the peer support space, but in life. I mean, because if, if you listen properly, you'll hear things that you're not supposed to hear as well. Absolutely, yes. So I want to thank you on behalf of all of us women and us ladies that are really flying the flag for menopause care and awareness because you are a man in a very male-dominated environment and you're making waves on behalf of the menopause community by helping others find podcasts, by bringing the art of the conversation and communication into your network and your peer support, and just by opening up the conversation to talk about it without flinching, without it being something that's taboo or shouldn't be talked about. And it starts with just one person making that change. So I see you as that individual that is supporting within a space where you have made such a vast impact already. And the fact that all of your facilitators are then going to be trained because of something that you have listened to and then made an, an actionable step on is testament to how much we need more people like you in this space helping so thank you no thank you and and uh, as i said in person thank you to you and sean for having that conversation that allowed me to, to be able to express myself as well so i think it's important to have people like yourself in the space to to have these conversations and i've certainly learned a lot from listening to some of your podcasts so thanks well this is just a mutual state of appreciation and i love that so if we summarize this then we want to highlight that Actually, the best thing that we can do to bring men into the conversation of menopause is to allow the conversation to flow, to allow the art of that communication. And sometimes that can be the most challenging thing, because if we've already got a couple who are struggling in their partnership because of menopause impacts and no communication has happened, we almost need to have that safe space, don't we? So for any male or anybody really, I suppose, within the male environment listening to this right now, if you are UK based, then we are going to include the details for Andy's Man's Club in the, in the show notes. So you'll be able to contact and reach out to your local area for that. And we will also include Alex, your details for the Scotland based Instagram page so that we've got somewhere that individuals can come and ask questions if they need to. Any other places that you are active and that you want to share links for, and we can pop that in our show notes for you. Yeah, that's about it. We're, we're on obviously Twitter. I've got I've got my own social stuff as well. So but more than happy to have a conversation. Just get in touch with us through Andy's Man Club and, and the girls can direct you to me directly. Happy to have those conversations. If you don't know where to reach out to, then happy to sit and talk. But just just speak to each other. Eh? It's um I know it sounds scary and, and maybe something you don't want to talk about but what's the worst that could happen She's, she might not be perimenopausal and she might just want you to reach out and look after her race so I think it's important that we have these conversations regardless of where we are in life do you know what I mean even if it's 
preempting this phase of your life. It's, it's, it's good to start talking about it. it? Thank you so, so much for your life currency to come and speak with me on this topic. It's a, a topic that both you and I are super passionate about and we have offline conversations all the time and it just felt right to bring it together into a podcast episode. So thank you so much. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing, to help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power. Because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.